welcome to the Joys of Marketing podcast. We are your hosts, Becky and Lindsay, founders and directors of Coaching by Zebra. We are super passionate about helping business owners just like you to make your ambitions a reality through the perfect balance of mindset and marketing. Are you ready to have fun, build a business that thrives and step into the role of CEO? We're here to help you get there. We hope you enjoy listening. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Joys of Marketing. It's Becky here and I am doing a solo episode today all about lead magnets. So if you know us, you will know that we love to bust through jargon in marketing and that's exactly what I'm going to do in this episode. So a lead magnet is basically a term for a freebie that's given in exchange for customer contact details and many people including us here at Zebra, believe that data is one of the most important things that you can ever start to collect from your audience when you are a business. So that's because email marketing is such a big moneymaker for so many businesses. And if you can grow a strong email subscribers list, that can really form the backbone for any company. It's something that is relatively cost effective and cheap to produce it generally has a higher return on investment when compared with other types of marketing as well so email marketing and that collection of data is something that we firmly believe that you know we always say if we could go right back to the beginning it's something that we do from from day one and it's something that when we are working with businesses we try and encourage them to get started with um, as soon as possible, really, Um, because it doesn't matter how slow that list grows or how many people are on there. It's just getting started with it that can make a big difference and kind of future proof for when you do want to go down that route in the future, even if you're not ready at that moment in time. But as humans, it's within our nature to be quite protective over our information. And that's completely understandable. Um, And I'm sure we can all think of situations we've been in when we've been asked for information about ourselves, our email address, even our names, you know, things like that. And we are we are quite secretive or protective over that information. And the reason lead magnets work so well is because providing something in exchange for that information is a really effective way of doing it. So you're basically giving the person a reason to hand over their information to you. And once that person has given you their details they can then become a lead I guess that's why it's called lead magnet um and then they become a potential customer to your business and like I just said really it's never too late to start so don't worry at all if you haven't collected any customer contact details at all to date that's absolutely fine Um, And if you have been collecting data already, then hopefully this episode will give you some ideas and some inspiration for perhaps getting into that again and collecting perhaps even more. So you, you might have tried many different things to generate leads for your business. It might be that you've been running Facebook ads, but perhaps they haven't really given you the results that you want. Um, maybe you spent a long time creating video, creating content, 
um perhaps you just feel like you've done all of that and you're not really being seen um or that no matter what you do on your website or what you do with google you're not getting visible on there it might be that you've tried a few different things and your next step could be to create an effective lead magnet and that's because they have so many benefits because what business doesn't want new customers even if you're at capacity right now you still need to not rest on your laurels and be proactively seeking that new audience and potential new customers because we all know that finding new customers can be difficult sometimes and lead magnets are something that do help with that so we should really love them rather than perhaps fear them or not really understand them and hopefully after today that's exactly where where you will be so Firstly, they're such a good way to grow your following because every person that interacts with your lead magnet and gives you their details is a new potential client to your business and a potential new follower to your social media and so on. Um, so they they are showing up not only in your email list, but on your social media perhaps as well. Perhaps they'll also spread through word of mouth. So they've got this kind of multi channel um way of seeing your business and interacting they also enable you to keep in touch with customers and to keep in touch with potential customers because once you've got someone's details and it might be the actual past customers of yours aren't you know you don't have a way of keeping in touch with them at the moment but once you've got someone's details they're a warm audience and that means that you can keep in touch with existing customers you can encourage and nurture people that were on the fence to convert. And we've spoken about this quite a lot, but everybody buys in different ways. Everybody's buying behaviors are different. Some people aren't impulsive and they might need a bit more nurturing for that trust to build before they do purchase from you. And a lead magnet might be the beginning of their journey with you to becoming a loyal customer because you can pop into people's minds with email marketing long after that first interaction. So you can really keep putting yourself at the forefront of their minds. And lead magnets are a really ideal way to bring new leads into your business as well. So it might be that you're at a point where you've got a really awesome group of core loyal customers. Or it could be that you are launching a new product but this new product is going to serve a slightly different market that your existing ones does. Lead magnets can just help you with finding that new audience. But they can also be a benefit to your existing customers. Um, because even though the idea is to attract people with new data onto your onto your subscribers list, then but they can also help with existing customers because you can give value through them to to your existing audience, to past audiences. You can reinvigorate those warm leads from the past that might be might be draining off a little bit. Because when you create a lead magnet, you're giving away value and that builds trust with your audience and it puts you in a place of authority. So it can really help you stand out amongst others in your industry. And both your existing and new customers can see, can see that you're doing that. So... The thought of giving away your knowledge for free, this is um, something that we answer quite frequently, but the thought of giving away your knowledge for free and giving away value 
might sound a bit crazy or it might feel a bit scary. And often we get asked things like, won't that mean that they don't need to then buy from me? But that's honestly just not the case. Um, By giving value to potential clients, they can see you as the experienced go-to person that they need because they can get a taster for how good it will be to work with you um, and how good it will be when they do buy from you. So ultimately, all of this activity of raising awareness, of growing your database, of providing value to people and building trust can really lead to increased revenue from your business, for your business, sorry. And also one thing we get asked quite often with lead magnets is when should you use them? But we would say that there is no set rule about when to use a lead magnet. And that's because they can be used on a continual ongoing basis. And that would be known as an evergreen lead magnet. Um, We have a couple of these going around at Zebra. Um, We've got a couple that float around on social media ads all the time. Um, 24-7, they're just kind of floating around out there, um, either, well, on our website um, as a free downloadable or on social media through ads that run. And you can also have multiple lead magnets at the same time. Because it could be that you offer a few different products or services and you think that a different magnet will work for each one. Again, this is something we do at Zebra. But if you're running them through social media ads, then you can target different audiences. So some people might see, you know, a couple of different lead magnets of yours, but also different people can see the ones that are more relevant to them and likewise if you go on our website and see a free downloadable um that may be connected to a certain program of ours or you know it's it's absolutely fine to have multiple out there at the same time as well and they don't really have to cost you money um they don't have to cost much money at all really they're so cost effective They do take you time to create and to set up. But from then on, the costs are pretty low. Um, Obviously, you can choose to spend money to advertise them if you want to on social media adverts. But you can also use your social media channels to encourage people to um, to simply contact you for it or to drop you a message for it. Or um, you can pop it in the link in your bio as a document that they can access with with their details, for example, things like that, which they cost time to set up, but not actual physical money. But lead magnets can, as well as these ones that can float around on an ongoing basis, they can work really well for specific events or launches as well. So it might be that you want to build hype up around um, an upcoming new product or service that you're launching. And you can create a lead magnet that gives potential customers a real taster of that thing. And this will mean that when that product eventually launches, um, perhaps a few weeks or so down the line, they're super keen and ready to ready to purchase it when it does drop. And um, because that taster has, you know, got them trusting that that product or service is going to help them. So they'll feel more ready to commit. Um, but just a bit of an example might be... Um, I'll just give an example of what you might use as an ongoing magnet to a time-specific one. Let's say you are a plants business 
<laughs> I don't know where that came from, but let's say you are a plants business. Your um, evergreen lead magnet might be a free PDF guide to indoor plants. But then that same company could have a really time specific one of how to plant, plant your garden for spring and why now is the time to do it. So you can really hook different people in at different times um, through different options for your lead magnets. So before we go on to a bit more specifics about what yours might be able to be and, um, you know, you can start to really get that inspiration for, for them. We just thought we'd speak a little bit more about where they can be used because there are so many options. And as with everything in marketing, it's going to be all about your ideal customer and where they are. So the places that you're best to use them depends on where your target audience is. And we know that we talk a lot about this and about the need to go back to those foundations. But it really does mean that your marketing and where you're putting your marketing and where you where you are making yourself visible will give maximum impact, which means that you end up with the right audience seeing it. So a quote that we use quite a lot is don't make your customers come to you. Go and meet them where they are. Where are they hanging out? Ask yourself that question and that's where your lead magnet should be because the number one reason that your lead magnet probably if you have tried one in the past and felt like nobody has interacted with it, it's possibly because it was just in the wrong place. So it's not that your ideal customers won't love it. It's that they simply didn't know it existed. Um, but it doesn't always have to be online, um, even though that tends to be the most obvious option. They can sit on your website, um, just like I mentioned with ours. We often sit one, one or two in our shop section as a free downloadable. Sometimes people have them as pop-ups. Um, it's up to you whether you like pop-ups or not. Sometimes we find um, that they can be a bit frustrating for people because the obvious thing that people do is close them off. But sometimes people use them as a pop-up on their website. Um, they can also sit within blog posts. Um, so writing a blog about a topic that's relevant sets the scene for then leading into the download at the end. They can have their own landing page um, as has its own landing page. Most of most of us have their own landing pages, um, but we still sit them on our website as well um, because you can use a landing page in ads and you can use them on your social media bios, for example. So you can see how they're really starting to overlap. But if you are a business that doesn't have much online presence, um, or you have a significant presence offline as well, you can use lead magnets to gather information in person. You can use them at events um, if you go to trade shows and things like that, or you can use them at your shop if you have a physical premises. And this could be something like taking details in exchange for a brochure or to grant access to a workshop, a free workshop that you're doing, or it could be that the exchange is for entry into a prize draw, for example. But if you think about your existing email list, although they're people that you've already got details for as well, you could consider sending them a magnet that invites them to refer a friend. So if you were a gym, for example, you could offer existing customers a bring a friend day for free. And the friend needs to give you their details to be able to uptake that offer. 
And then you're generating new new leads through those friend referrals. And then sponsored ads are one of the biggest ones. Um, you've most likely seen quite a few um, of these in the past. And if, if you're not sure, you'll definitely be noticing them more after today. Um, but just on to what they can be, really. Um, so the most popular lead magnet is a downloadable PDF document. That is the most common one that's used out there because these are seen as relatively easy to make for businesses and super easy and accessible and usable for the potential customer as well. So think about whether you can create a helpful PDF document for people because in some way, most businesses can do this. Um, some might have to just think a little bit more creatively than others. But PDF guides that work really well tell, tend to be things like how-to guides or five top tips for something. Or, you know, for us, it might be marketing in whatever industry made easy, five top tips for social media awareness, all of this. So those kind of things work really well. So if you, for example, are a clothing business, you might create a seasonal style guide. If you were a food business, you could give away perhaps a couple of recipes. If you're in tourism or hospitality, perhaps you could do five fun things to do locally. So think things like cheat sheets, hacks. People love that quick, you know, quick, snappy content. And PDF guides really do have so many possibilities. Um, video demonstrations are quite a good one as well. You can give access to either a webinar style um, video or it could be more of a video demonstration tutorial workshop of you doing something. So again, if you're a food business, you could perhaps show people how to demo a recipe. Um, for us, we've used training masterclasses Um can you in any way share knowledge from your industry in just a short video download, really? Just even a, you know, five, 10 minutes or so um, quick tutorial in something. Then ebooks are also popular as well. And whilst they're similar to PDFs, because they're an ebook, they're likely to take you more time to create and they will be longer um, generally than you know, a snappy five top tips type document. But consider when you're looking at what to create, what the value of the item that they're leading to is going to be. Because if you are aiming your lead magnet at selling a really high ticket offer, then an ebook could be worth investing that time in. It could be that you could create a guidebook or it could be that you create one just full of information about you know, mindfulness, if you're in that sector, exercise, your your area again, if you're hospitality tourism, for example. But can you create some sort of ebook, perhaps even a, a blank workbook type ebook? Um, we have a, a few of those around um, that people can complete in terms of journaling or to upskill. Think about what might be worth putting that bit more time into as well, into an actual ebook. Or it could be offering discounts or rewards in exchange for contact details, perhaps a competition to win something, but to enter, the person has to hand over their email address. Can you offer a free gift with a first order or something in exchange for an email address? 
Um, people love free samples as well. And you'll need to work out if this is feasible for your business, obviously, if postage is involved. But it could be that at physical events, you give away a free sample of something in exchange for an email address. And another one that works really well, but again, think about your time, is free consultations. So these will obviously take up your time. If you're offering a free 15-minute consultation and X amount of people book on, it's going to take that amount of time to do. Um, but they can be really valuable. And although with most lead magnets, the time comes in the initial creation of them, with these, it's going to be more of an ongoing basis, but they can be so valuable. So if you are a coach, for example, a business coach in, in any kind of niche, if you offer free 15-minute coaching calls, the hope is then that those people will go on and commit to a program of yours of which the value could be, well, anything depending on the duration and what the what the actual program is. But that's also quite common, perhaps, in things like the fitness industry. People may be doing a free initial yoga class or training session or something like that with the idea that the person then commits a free 15-minute massage with the, you know, aim of, of converting that audience long-term into regular slots, things like that, those free consultations or free tasters. But customer demands and expectations are ever increasing these days. Um, it sounds quite black and white, but simply existing and hoping that they find you just unfortunately isn't enough anymore. So lead magnets with value show customers that you're not just about getting their money. You want to help them you are there for them and you're building their trust up as well. So lead magnets really do help with building relationships with customers and they are something for long-term gain as well. So what data should you be collecting with your lead magnet? We've spoken throughout this that it's an email address. So definitely get an email address. This is the main information to collect and in many cases, an email address will be enough. We tend to ask for a first name and an email address as a base point, just because then at least you're asking, you know, you're not just asking for the email address, you're actually showing that you, you know, you want something a little bit more than that. So just a first name and an email address is what we tend to go for. And um, that does mean, obviously, when you're emailing as well, that you can tailor the emails to saying to using that first name as well. But some businesses ask for a birthday as well, for example. Um, this quite simply enables a more personal personal touch to future communications because it means that on someone's birthday, you can send them a happy birthday message or you can send them an incentive of some sort, like a birthday discount or whatever it might be. Um, location might be relevant to some businesses, um, potentially not for many, but if you are a business that only really offers services in person, it could be that you're really interested in finding out where people are based. So the other thing you could ask for is preferences. And by that, obviously, that could mean a whole host of things. But that would allow you to be more personal and to really tailor communications if you need to do that. So if you were a holiday company, for example, you might want to find out the destinations that the person's interested in 
if you're a sports company, you might want to find out which sports people prefer. If you are a food business, you might want to find out if someone is vegan, for example. But that part will be really specific to your business. But please try not to overthink it because usually and quite often an email address is enough. And also be wary that people are handing this over quite quickly. So don't expect them to fill in a full form before they do so because we've hooked them in with the lead magnet and they want to quickly get access to it. So they don't want too many questions. So when they hand over their email, just make sure um, we won't dwell on this because we're not GDPR experts, but just make sure that they're giving permission for you to contact them as well. Um, so it could be that there's a tick box um, that they're happy to be contacted, for example. But your perfect lead magnet, as I just said, people don't want to spend ages filling in a form in exchange for it. The perfect lead magnet will offer value within five minutes. You don't want to be offering a lead magnet that's going to solve someone's problem six months down the line. If you want your lead magnets to convert people, they need to provide that bit of instant gratification for the customer. So if it is a recipe, for example, it should contain quite easy to source everyday ingredients. If it's tips on writing a blog, make it so they can use those tips to get going straight away whilst they're in that zone. If it's a yoga or a meditation, just make sure it's something that they can do immediately, that there's no need for equipment or prior skill buildup. Because long-term results or a really slow process from a lead magnet risks losing the customer's attention because they want to see that impact of what they've downloaded or, or took part in straight away. Um, you don't, you know, They've downloaded it on a hook. They've got a snappy five top tips to do this. That means they're in the mood to do that, whatever it is. And they want to be able to do it quite quickly. So think about that when you're creating your content. But please do get really clear on who it's for. Get really clear on the purpose of it as well. Is it for ongoing awareness? Is it for a specific product? Is it just email addresses that you want or do you do you want to collect something else as well? So think about all of these things prior to creating yours because you really do want it to connect to the right person. So think about who it's for and what they need. Are there any questions that you get asked a lot that might prompt a guide that you can create? Do you quite frequently get the same questions coming up and you can problem solve that with your with your lead magnet? Think about what your customers' problems are, what their pain points are, and how your lead magnet can show them that you've got the solution to the problem. So what obstacles are your customers facing? Are they struggling for time? And perhaps your lead magnet might offer something that they can do quickly with minimal you know, equipment or investment or, you know, commitment um, long term. Think about what they want to know. Think about what they, not what you want them to know. This lead magnet isn't going to be just telling them all about you. It's going to show them how good you are, but it needs to have a focus when you're creating it on what they, what they want to know. 
So it should really address something that they need help with, um, something that they care about and something that they want in in their life that you are going to be able to help them with. So once you've got all of those foundations in place and you've been through those kind of questions, think about how you're actually going to create it then. Um, do you need help designing it if it's a PDF? Do you need um, you know, to set up your phone somehow if you're creating a video? Do you need any help with creating a landing page, for example? Are you needing some copywriting to make it really snappy? Whatever it is, just think about how you're actually going to bring your lead magnet to life. And then your lead magnets, once it's out there, it will help you collect those leads. So people that are then giving you their information, they're going to have an interest in your business. So please do make sure that they hear from you. And consider what you want them to do next as well. So when they've read your guide, when they've watched your video, when they've tried your sample, whatever it might be, where do you want them to go from there? Because your lead magnet will lead on to something else with you. So do you want them to book a consultation with you then? Do you want them to book in for a chat with you? Do you want them to simply make an order from that point? Aside from having them on your emailer list, list, think about what the goal is from, from that person. Think back to the questions on why you're creating this lead magnet. Because you can create prompts on there for where they go next. So if you're doing a PDF guide, make sure on the end that you do pop on there what you want them to do next. We really hope you've enjoyed this guide. If you would like to book in for a free consultation, use this link or contact us on this details. Give us a phone call. Here's our website. Whatever you want them to do next, you can do that. And I know that a lot of this might sound quite full on, but when you're using um, technology, whether it's MailChimp or something else, for example, you can automate a lot of this process as well. So when someone downloads one of our lead magnets, they receive I think it's three or so follow-up emails related to that, guiding them through it, checking in with it. And from there, they'll be then onto our main mail list. So you can automate a lot of it as well. And you can also make sure that you know who has come from which lead magnet to um, so that you have that, that knowledge as well for tailoring content if you want to in the future as well. But just make sure that you follow up with those people. Make sure that once they've, once you've gone to the effort of creating the lead magnet, they've gone to the effort of downloading it, you're then following up as well and that they're actually hearing from you. And just check in on your lead magnets as well. Um, they do, you know, even the, the ones that are running on an ongoing basis, just keep checking in every so often that they're still relevant. Are they still being downloaded or is it time to give them a bit of a, a bit of a refresh? And have a look at which ones of yours are being effective. And if one isn't working for you, don't be afraid to ditch it. Um, you know, don't be afraid to ditch it, update it, refresh it. Just make sure that they still are relevant. Um, it is a good idea to do new ones from time to time. Just because then, you know, people that will see them again and again will see new content as well. So our top tips for lead magnets would be make it snappy. Um, like we said, people want something quite quickly. It's not something that people have actively sought out. They 
haven't probably searched for your lead magnet and put a lot of time into that. It's more likely to be something that they have come across that's been shown in their social media feed or something like that. So they're not going to want heaps of reading in the initial message. They're going to want it to be quite snappy, quite quick to download, and then they get all the value once they've downloaded it. And those quick results as well, um, that's going to make people think, I really need more from this business. I can't leave it at just this. I have to know more from this person. They're so good. So think great value, but not giving everything away. They should be wanting more. And often it will be that your lead magnet contains quite generic tips and information. And people have to perhaps work with you to get that more bespoke approach. So whatever it is, just leave them wanting a bit more and be sure to position yourself as the authority because after all, that is exactly what you are. You know your business and your industry inside out and just try and ensure that your lead magnet really does communicate this. Make it super easy for the person downloaded it because the smoother that first experience goes with you, the happier that person will feel about your business and the more memorable you'll be in their minds as well. So show your personality in your lead magnet. Um, after all, you know, that's a huge part of your business and you want it to land with the right people. So don't be afraid to shy away from, um, to show off your values, your personality, your ethos, what you're all about in your freebie, because, you know, you can really hook them in with that. Our freebies look just like you would expect from Zebra. They are animal print. They have loads of photos on. They've got quite quite big writing in there just so it's, you know, super easy for people to read. Um, you know, we've got all our brand colours throughout it in the boxes that we've got on our workbooks, for example. Just make it really representative of you as a business. And as we said right at the beginning, don't be afraid to have multiple as well, because the more the merrier, often, as far as we're concerned. Um, obviously, you don't want to be spending all of your time creating um, free content, but the more the merrier in terms of, you know, those lead magnets that you use and providing their work in that they will always be worthwhile doing. And remember, 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 as we just said not long ago, the people engaging with it want to hear from you. So be sure to keep in touch with them. And finally, just be generous, give away value. You want the quality of your freebie to represent a taster of what it would be like to be a paying customer of your business. So you want it to be representative of you. You want it to be quality. You want it to be, um, you know, full of value. You want it to show that you are the expert. So, you know, really make sure that you're happy with it and that it, and that it does that as well. So that pretty much wraps up our lead magnets episode, but for, you know, some next steps to go away with. Have a think of lead magnets that will work for your business, starting with those foundations, starting with who it's for, what's its purpose, what do I need from it, what do my customers need to know right now. Then move on to planning it, top tips, how to, tasters, things that are going to make life easier for your customer, things that are going to spark interest in your business. And then on to creating it and putting it out there to the world. And 
we're really excited to see what you come up with. If you do implement a new lead magnet in your business after listening to this today, um, then please do let us know because we would love to hear. And we will catch up soon. Bye.